and welcome to the Last Mix A podcast. I'm Stephen White, joined as always by Sarah Lovick. Sarah, how are you? I'm very good. Cool. I'm cool. good. How are you? Not too bad. What have you <laughs> been listening to this week? Um. Well, so I put together a playlist. Um. Ooh. I put it together for like work because you know. Yeah. Um. I guess in the office we always play music and then people just get tired of yeah. playing the same thing over and over again with yeah. different playlists. So I was like, okay, I'll put something together for yeah. um, this week. So um, the thing I put together is very like um, 60s, 70s kind of rock. So like stuff, kind of like the yeah. Beatles, a lot of the zombies because um, I really love the zombies. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I'm a huge fan of them. Yeah. Like, um, I love his voice. It's mm. very, um, it's really nice. So yeah, I, I had this like playlist of cool. like the kinks and the zombies kinks and the birds and, and yeah. well, Bob Dylan and a lot of Patti Smith actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. I haven't I listened Patti to Smith. her in a, in a long while. I was like, I have to get back into, um, horses, Patti Smith. That mm. album. That's great. I really it like is. that. Yeah. That's cool. And yeah, a lot of Velvet Underground. So that was kind of mm. like the playlist that I kind of had this yeah. week. So Velvet yeah. Underground, they're one of those bands. I love the Velvet Underground, but like they're um like Velvet Underground and Nico albums like that, they're they're a tough listen, aren't they? They mm. I mean they're <laughs> really rough. Yeah. Uh in terms of just everything. I think a lot of them were just like tracked live and stuff and they're just like prolonged jams and stuff like that. Yeah. But great fucking music. We're probably yeah. like it's one of those they're one of those bands where they were like influential. They influenced more bands who sold more records. Even though they only sold like I think like thirty thousand copies mm. initially of yeah, Velvet Underground were, and Nico. Um, yeah, they influenced almost like everyone. Mm. But yeah, they themselves didn't sell too many no, records no. at the time. So um Yeah, it wouldn't be till like Lou Reed made Transformer uh, David Bowie who's somebody who they uh, influenced. You know, yeah. like actually produced that record. Everyone important. They influenced everyone yeah, important. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're cool, they're cool. And Nico, she kinda like set the tone for like cool people as well. She was yeah. she's a very interesting character as she well. She dated um what's his name? Leonard Cohn. No. Um, she and what's his uh, uh why am I forgetting? Singer of the Doors. That's like the Jim word. Morrison. Yes. Ooh. Jim Morrison. I didn't know that. Oh, I that's think cool. I did. Oh no, I was reading. Okay, so I was reading this article. It was just about. It was the first appearance of the word of the use of the word goth for music where it was used. Yeah. It was an article, and I can't remember the journalist's name, mm. but he wrote it about the Doors that they're that they're very gothic rock okay. um i did like a little zine on this because i was doing like a typeface i was like designing things i was yeah. designing letters and yeah. um i was thinking oh well this is a very kind of gothic looking typeface yeah. well not like fairly gothic it doesn't matter. i'm not going to go into explaining um type here <laughs> <laughs> i'm very boring like that i'll sit down and i'll be explaining type to people yeah um, there's people probably listening who are like dude who are mad into that <laughs> uh but yeah i'm not going to talk about type too much right no. now but um, i was doing a little typeface i wanted to do a little zine mm. and because it was going to be a gothic typeface and it yeah. was going to be called doors gothic um oh. reason being that the first time the term gothic rock was used was used in an article about the doors okay so this is where i read that jim morrison was dating nico from the oh, okay. velvet underground um so yeah well, i'll actually link you to that article too i'm interested i suppose like the end i suppose they, they see is quite gothic and kind of yeah moody and, and his performance and everything i'll send you the article it's yeah. really good and i mean you could probably share it everywhere yeah. else if people are interested in reading it that's cool um, I, I had a very hard time finding it. Yeah. Um, but I found the article in full and it was very blurry and I was yeah. I rewrote it myself because I yeah. couldn't find a copy online. Mm. But um I'll send you the copy. That's cool. That's, 
Gothic. I never, I never would have thought of who was the, like the first time Gothic had been used. I suppose in my head it was like the Cure, but then like, no. maybe Joy Division. Joy Division, yes. Yeah. But when I did a bit more research, it was actually about the Doors. That's cool. That's yeah. that's an interesting little tidbit. Yeah, that's great. Ooh. I like that. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, uh, myself, I went to see Dream Wife um, about oh, yeah, a week ago. That. It was really cool. Hmm. Very cool gig. In the Workman's Club, they were supported by Wen Young, which is another band we talked about here before, and their song "Pretty Pure." But it was a really, co- really cool show. I was not, like, sounds strange, but I was, I was surprised it was as packed as it was, because like Ireland has this weird thing where these really cool bands from abroad will come in, and either it'll be jammers or there'll be nobody. And this was jammers. This was absolutely packed, and it was really cool because they got um all the, they did the Riot Girl. Uh, thing where they got all the women up to the front and asked the men to go to the back or to the sides obviously because it was a full house so you can only really move so far but yeah they got all the women up to the front uh, that's what they requested as kind of like a safe space and you know, for people to enjoy music and stuff like that which was really cool to see that happening and to see that happening and uh, 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 modern bands kind of taking that yeah. that link to uh, Riot Girl and stuff like that and Kathleen Hanna so I thought it was a really cool show really enjoyed it really cool band as well Dreamwife sounded great yeah. too Front yeah. front uh, singer was amazing as well, real kind of like energy in the crowd, really inclusive, you know, uh, kind of type person who was like talking to the crowd and stuff like that. So I thought it was a cool show. Dream wife, yeah. Mm. So shall we do some reviews? Well, before we get into it, all right. I would like to mention something. Okay, go for it. Um, I've been just thinking about it a lot okay. since maybe yesterday. Um, All right. Well, no, I've been thinking about it a lot since yesterday. Yeah. And um, I think if you have any kind of platform, I think it's important to mention. Go for it. And I want to talk about the repeal. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about uh, repealing the 8th and the whole campaign. Yes. Um, yesterday I was walking to work and um, okay. I was walking from the Rathmines Bridge to Bagot Street. Yep. And all the way along the canal, I noticed that every single lamppost had a no poster. Not only did it have a no poster, there were a load of graphic images on it too. Mm. And Mm. I actually called the council Mm. to just ask them whether, you know, the images at least could be taken down. And today and over the last even week, I've been noticing a lot of the no posters absolutely everywhere. Mm. Um, Last night, I was Mm. streaming uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. It's like a guilty pleasure. I feel a bit guilty for watching it though recently since RuPaul had made some not great statements. But anyway, moving on from that. Yeah. there every few seconds because there were ads on these videos every few every few minutes or so yeah. um you get an ad for voting no um and on, on on the streaming sites on streaming okay, sites yeah, yeah, yeah on videos on mm. streaming sites um this one this particular one was to do with health professionals for no uh which i don't think anyone can be a health professional yeah. if they don't believe that an abortion is a is a legitimate mm. medical procedure also a very vague term health yeah. professional health professional yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so I've noticed that they're really fighting their fight. Oh, yeah. And I've noticed that there is not enough yes posters. There is not enough being done right now. Mm. We were loud when we needed the referendum. Mm. Where has that gone? Mm. I honestly feel that that has just disappeared. And that there are not enough yes posters. There are not enough good arguments on the yes posters. Yeah. 
we need to fight this fight. We need to fight it. I mean, be respectful. Yes, be mm. respectful. Don't, you know, like damage whatever they've put up. That's just going to, mm. you know, show, show us in bad light. Mm. But um, I feel like we need to fight harder. We need to be louder because we've seen what happened with Trump. We've seen what happened with Brexit. Yep. The same, well, Cambridge Analytica apparently are helping the no campaign. Oh, really? I don't know where they're getting their money from, but they're clearly getting it. Yeah. So we need to stand up, fight harder. If yep. we need to use guerrilla advertising, mm. you know, if the no. but you know make stickers stick mm. stickers stick your own posters you mm. s- just again be respectful don't say anything that that can you know damage yeah. the campaign yeah. or our um argument mm. but you know we need more we mm. need to really push this we got the referendum you mm. can't back down now we have to be even louder than we were mm. with the asking for the referendum in the first place so i just feel that having any kind of platform if you have it please talk about it yeah. please do more posters do more when you see like town it's covered in no posters yeah. everywhere it's literally covered yeah and we just need to fight harder totally. we need to fight harder because we will lose the fight yeah so that's 100 percent. yeah i agree anyway yeah. that's what i wanted to talk about very briefly totally. and i want people to um hear that out yeah that's it. i suppose that's donate it. what you can to the repeal the eighth um, campaign yeah well. donate what you can even if it's a euro even mm. if it's 50 cent that'll be enough to print a poster yeah. cool i'll put a link as well in this article to doing that as well so yes it would be thank really you cool um so we will do a review now i suppose um we will go on to thumper and afl i just want to buy some time The brand new single from Thumper, AFL. Um, and they've come back with a new sound. Um, the lads have been around for not quite a while, but maybe two or three years, releasing quite lo-fi garage rock stuff. A lot of the time, very fuzzy, kind of like limited. You know, I loved it, but it was always kind of to this limited, like, you know, pushing against the walls, disintegrating type of sound, which a lot of lo-fi music is. The lads have now moved on and are working with Dan Fox, he of Girl Band, who also produced the Patty Hanna record. And the, it's a lot cleaner, a lot easier to recognize Oshin's vocal in this, a lot, um, easier to get the kind of the melodies and the riffs and stuff like that. And I really enjoyed it. I think it's a big giant leap for them. It's kind of a statement of intent. Obviously, lo-fi has a place and I, I, I do like lo-fi music and, and kind of that, that aesthetic. But in terms of like kind of letting them off the leash and stuff like that, I think this song really does it. What did you think of Thumper and AFL? Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was very like punk rock and like really fun to listen to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I enjoyed their sound. Mm. That's. I feel like that's pretty much what I all I can. Yeah. Say about it. Yeah. So I didn't find anything like super profound in it or mm. whatever, but um, I thought it was a really fun sound and yeah. I really liked the kind of punk rock element to it and yeah. like the eighties nineties kind of vibe almost. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a cool track. Yeah, they're, it they're, is. They're a very cool band. I will be on the night of recording this. I'm going to see them, and Vern and Jane play the Sugar Club with uh, by Curious, and it's always a cool show when the when the guys are playing as well as Vern and Jane too. And I have I seen by Curious in a live setting. I'm not entirely sure, but um, yeah, they're a really cool band. So that's AFL by uh, Thumper. Now we have Pleasure by La Galaxy. Don't get too much pleasure, too much pain. I wish you something 
Cool, this is the third studio album from The Galaxy and the follow-up to Le Club, released in 2015. Um, and I think, like, I suppose, as I said about the t- at the time of, like, they're a polarizing band in some ways. And I actually, I'll start by saying I enjoyed this record. But, like, Le Club had its problems in which it was very much belonged to that 80s kitsch thing that happened in music about three years ago, a lot of 80s synths, so like just very, even to the, the artwork was very 80s kitsch as well on, on the record. And I felt that kind of hampered it. It was an album of, like, excess, you know, from everything. It was, like, you know, thrown to the wall. It was a big, huge sound, so there wasn't much relief there. Although there was a great song on it called Love System, which featured Elaine May, which was kind of the heart of the record for me. Moving on to Pleasure, which is a, f- a far more, I suppose if you could call it from the galaxy, a far more moodier, a far more focused affair from them this time around. Keeping a lot of the themes that happened in the club, obviously uh, put the chain on as a relationship with Pleasure in terms of what it's singing about, but also musically, I think it's, Although it doesn't have the excess, which you might feel might take away the stylization of it, it does have an actual focus to the whole record. And I, I really enjoyed it. It's still, look, there's still daft moments in it. There's one song that's six minutes long and it's called Demi Moore and the lyric is Demi Moore constantly for six minutes. So it's daft as a brush. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's kind of fun. Yeah, that's yeah. really fun. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yesterday um, a song came on from Cannes and mm. it was, uh, what was it? Waiting for the streetcar. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. was just like waiting for the streetcar <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. For 10 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I really like kind of songs like that. Yeah, I yeah. It's, uh, I like that repetitive thing. And repetition. Just, just, yeah, repetition over and over and over and over again. Yeah. It's kind of fun. What do you think of the Galaxy? Um, Actually, surprisingly, I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, okay, cool. At first I was like, mm, hmm. not not sure. Yeah. But then I really got into it and I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. And um, it, it kind of had that 90s club music vibe, especially yeah. with the male vocals and the female vocals yes, and yeah. the whole, like, just the way that it was structured. Yeah. So um, I really enjoyed it. Mm. It's kind of like one of the uh, it's one of the kind of strange like outlier I feel like it's like the outliers that of like that kind of music that I yeah. really like enjoy um, so no I really liked um, mm. The Galaxy and Pleasure and mm. I thought they were really cool they are they're a cool band and as you say you're right you know, like that kind of 90s dance kind of type yeah, thing it's, yeah. and like with May K obviously joining now from Fight Like Apes in full time really kind of added to the band in terms of that like obviously Michael Pope the vocalist is great too but like in songs like Pleasure where it's a kind of a dual vocal and they're both taking on two different characters for two different yeah. reasons I think that's really cool and I also think it's really positive yeah. as well so it's, I think it's a kind of a positive aspect I think they sing about things that are perceived to be as taboo and don't treat them that way. So I think that's kind of cool too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's um, Pleasure by uh, the Galaxy. We're both fans of that. That's kind of yeah. cool. Cool. Let's go to Skyward by Melt. <laughs> so what did you think of Skyward by Melt? Well, I think well, you knew that this one would be my yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one was my favorite. Cool. <laughs> Why? Well, <laughs> um, it just it really reminds me of the preoccupations. Cool. Yeah, it, yeah. It, They have a very similar sound. Yeah. That kind of like, um, ni- I'd say nineties. It's not really nineties alternative. More mm. like eighties post punk yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Going as well, kind of a gothy vibe. Mm. But uh, very minimal as well. Again, similar to preoccupations and very mm. kind of punk. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. That's like, yeah, that's, I really like them because they kind of fit into like what I enjoy the most. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like them. It's a hypnotic kind of sound, isn't it? Yeah, it, it very. Kind of, it sets a stall out very early and there's this repetition in it for about six minutes as well, actually. It's a pretty epic track. Um, yeah. Own Kenny, who should give a shout out to Own, who used to be 
in the North Sea. He's now the vocalist here. The North Sea obviously played mm. the last mixtape's second birthday show, which you did a poster for. Yes, I did. All those years ago. And like, yeah. I was at that show. Yeah, that's was right. I? Yes, you were, I was. weren't you? Yes, I'm pretty sure you were at that. that yeah. was, God, that's about two years ago or something like that yeah. now. Uh, and Owen was in the North Sea now doing vocals for Melts and uh, it sounds great on it too and like I think as well yeah it's that repetition but it doesn't become boring or anything like that over the six no. minutes they do enough with the, dy- the dynamics of the track and like introducing and re- taking things away and you're right yeah it's very post-punk it's very 80s I was trying to think of a, a, of a good comparison that, of another band in the 80s that did that but did prolonged songs and the only thing I could think of for the prolonged song but not in terms of the sound was New Order Mm. Obviously, they don't have as many synths or anything like that, but that kind of repetition for that long was something that I thought of New Order um, as as a thing for that. Because it's not, I think, Le, uh, Le Galaxy? No, Joy Division are, were a little bit more sharper with their songs in terms of like three or four minutes and stuff like that. Like. Yeah. But it's a, it's a really cool sound and a really cool band. It's their debut single, so I mean, fucking fair play to them. Skyward is a, is a cracking track, I think. Yeah. And it's really exciting to see the sound, you know, well, coming out of Ireland, but also just in general, there's yeah. been a lot of it worldwide recently mm. um, and that's really exciting because I really like it yeah. and um, it's exciting to see that people are like bringing that back as well so it's not just I don't know what we're creating now with the in the popular stuff that's yeah. kind of like around now um, so it's interesting to see that sound emerge as well and uh, yeah I really liked it I really enjoy them cool now we have Sassy Mouth by Bark uh, cool. So this song, actually, uh, funnily enough, has to do with the Repeal the Aid campaign. And it's uh, it, it was inspired by, as the Bark have said themselves, about, you know, the kind of emotion behind it. And uh, basically inspired by the people involved in, in getting it, as you say, to a referendum, kind of speaking their mind and kind of getting out there and, and, and you know, saying, no, we want this kind of type thing. And I think uh, Bark are really great. Jess, obviously fantastic vocalist and really good I mean they just self-describe their music as agro soul which is a cool name I think for anything uh, and they're a great band and like very unique in the way that they I mean obviously they call themselves agro soul but there's a lot of different elements in there there's a lot of R&B there's a bit of hip hop there's only even indie parts to it the guitar is always yeah. really a, yeah. an element of their music I always enjoy because it's a very distinct sound that they have in the guitars very bristly music and obviously for the for the point that they're trying to make it works as well and Jess's vocal is fantastic what did yeah, you think of Sassy Mouth? Yeah she's pretty incredible she's yeah. really great yeah. and um, no I really liked how just how interesting the song was with the key changes the beat changes there mm. was just it went from like one thing to another which mm. I which is like a thing that it was kind of like a common thing to happen in music to do all that crazy like beat and key changes and stuff but it hasn't been a thing recently yeah, yeah. so it's kind of nice to see that that's around now as well yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the song yeah she's an amazing vocalist and yeah. I like the variety and how like crazy and almost like eclectic the song is yeah. Um, so yeah I really enjoyed it I, I think, think it's great they're they're probably the most unique sounding out of the bands yeah. this week uh, yeah. in terms of what they do with music. It's it's kind of like yeah. uh, you know they meld the music into something very different, which is yeah. kind of cool to listen to. Yeah, I really like that. It's yeah. it, like really well crafted music. Yeah. It's really well put together, but really interesting and like really different. Mm. Definitely really different from what's like around now, but like really well done. And yeah, she's an incredible vocalist. So really good vocalist, amazing, yeah. cool. And now we have um, "Aching Bones" by Sleep Thieves. <laughs> Sarah, what did you think of Aching Bones with Sleep Thieves? You gave me shivers. Oh, that's cool. It gave me shivers. <laughs> it gave me shivers. Oh, my God. So I was going to, yeah, I don't know, the melts. I was. I liked 
I think everything mm. this week. I yes. really yeah. liked everything mm. this week. And well, this song, I can't see. I can't. I was like, oh no, the melts are my favorite. But I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I actually don't know now. Yeah. Um, but they, this song gave me shivers a little bit. Like yeah, the yeah. vocals were incredible. Yeah. Just the music was so like layered. It had all these like layers of stuff going on mm. and the kind of almost hymn-like mm. songs I think are always mm. like really interesting and always give me sh- mm. shivers and yeah the oh it was just incredible mm. I really liked it we were talking about gothic at the start of the show and kind of the definition of it this could be quite yeah, gothic in a way quite, like yeah. as you say it's kind of hymnal uh, I, I, you could kind of say it's dark wave music in, in one term yeah. it's definitely not synth poppy I think their last album um, uh, had kind of more synth pop elements and this is far more atmospheric kind of foreboding kind yeah. of sound to it very soundscaped circus vocal again another just great vocal in the middle of the song you know what i mean she's mm. very captivating it's one of those kind of vocals that kind of drags you into the song and f- once you're in it you're kind of you're oh there. definitely you're there with it and they're yeah. a great band for creating that they're a great band for creating mood um sleep deeps um i think this is coming from an upcoming ep as well so it'll be interesting to see what else they come up with yeah but it's a really cool track and they're a really cool band of one of being i like for a long time i saw them live recently at hard working class here's 2017 and they're amazing just as just as captivating live as yeah. they are on record too and that's cool so that's the, the records this week i was going yeah. to ask what was your favorite record of the week but it's kind of a uh, tie is it yeah it's, it's kind of like yeah. a tie between all of them <laughs> yeah 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 i think yeah no, this week we've had a very very good week yeah um so i really liked everything on it and i have absolutely nothing bad to say about anyone this week which is <laughs> yeah <laughs> which no is it's just, good though yeah, i like yeah. not having anything bad to say about yeah. the stuff that's being created and of i think course. everyone had something very like unique to give yeah. and like what they what they do yeah so um probably the most unique being sassy mouth and mm. um aching bones probably yeah i'd say uh from the group yeah but yeah i think yes yeah, so we just had a great week yeah I think i'm sorry kind of five, to say. five different genres really five different types of bands yeah. this week which is kind very of cool. different but everyone really good yeah definitely so. Are there any bands that you would like to suggest to our listeners, as is tradition at the end of this, oh. on the show? <laughs> what have I got to suggest? Well, uh, let's take something from my playlist. Cool. And I found the song. It's it's just, it's really sweet. It's really, really sweet. Um, and it's called Bus Stop, and it's by The Hollies. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just a really sweet song. Yeah. And I'm the one saying, I hate romantic songs. I hate songs about yeah, relationships. Yeah. And then I choose the Sorry, one that's hate like... Sorry, hates romance. <laughs> <laughs> And then she's the one that's like really sweet uh, and really cheesy, and it's just it, it's just like really nice. I yeah. think it's one of I feel like they're they probably would have been the band that was like like young girls would have been crazy like yelling and screaming for kind were, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw um, Graham Nash playing with Crosby, Stills and Nash years ago, and I I met them in a hotel in Cork. Mm. I was in a <laughs> I was in an, an elevator with Stephen Stills, and I was so <laughs> nervous I didn't say anything. So it was just this awkward uh, elevator <laughs> ride up. But it's, that's it's awkward when you meet people like that, though. I You're kind of like, uh, what do I say to you? <laughs> what do you say to somebody who's famous and stuff like that? How are kind of, you? To yeah, how, how are, are you? you? <laughs> yeah, what do you think of the weather? Siri, what do you think of the weather? Um, that kind of... Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry, she only responds to my voice. That's fair enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, the Hollies are a cool band. What's the name of the song? Bus? Bus Stop. Bus Stop. I must check it out. That's not it's one I know. So that, no. yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's. I I feel like it's one of their like very early ones. Oh, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's really sweet. Mm, amazing really vocals sweet as well. Yeah. Their songs as well. It's very um very like sixties mm. like kind of like 
the standard sixties mm. kind of. Music. Why the sixties buzz? You're on a big sixties buzz. I'm on what, a big what, 60s yeah, buzz. What, what brought you there? I don't know. Actually, yeah. I actually don't know. Yeah. Maybe actually the Wallace Collective and Daydream. Mm. I think we mentioned it last week. Yeah. In the last podcast. Yeah. Um, it's just like one of I just, I really like that sound. I yeah. really like that sound. And same with like loads of the girl bands, like the mm. um, what are they called? The Ronettes and the oh yeah yeah. The, there's many the somethings yeah. in this. Actually, I listened to a lot of Sid Barrett as well. Oh. Another kind of psychedelic. It was kind yeah. of like a psychedelic and also 60s yeah. pop rock. So week. the Pink Floyd Sid Barrett, I've yeah. got a bike. You can ride it if you like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's <laughs> that's cool. my favorite. I think that's m- well, no, I can't say that's my favorite period of Pink Floyd, but yeah. it's one of my favorites. Pink and then Floyd, I yeah. was listening to uh, Sid Barrett's um, mm. solo album, which is also really good. Yeah. Because he's crazy. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. He's really great. Very interesting character. And, like, mm. uh, you know, I think I was yeah. watching recently a documentary on him showing up during the recording of Wish You Were Here. Yeah, and like, and who's completely changed in the space yeah. of five years? Very interesting character. One of these people, you're just like, I wonder why they've never made a, a biopic about him. Because I, I, I was looking that up. He'd be like a very interesting person interesting to do person. one, you know, because um, it seems ready-made. Yeah. It, like, I was thinking about it last night because I was actually googling it because I was bored, and I was just like, you know, David Bowie biopic. I was seeing if was anyone planning on making one. Um, and then there's, there's a documentary out on Netflix. Is there? Ah, uh, yeah, I watched it the other night. Oh, really? What's it called? Uh, I forgot. I just but you just Bowie. just Google. Yeah. I think I was looking for twenty four hour party people, which yeah. is not on Netflix. I just wanted to watch it again. I <laughs> tried to screen that last summer as part yeah. of the film series, and we could not get the rights to screen it. I wonder if there's a thing about it. I found it online. I streamed it online. Really? But um, it movie. wasn't on Netflix. Yeah. So, but one of the recommendations because when you type in something, Netflix will recommend similar things. Yeah, yeah. And the David Bowie documentary came up, and it was very, very good. Cool. I must check that out. Yeah. I love David Bowie. Great. Mm. That is the end of the podcast. Yep. 